You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. It's today's most interesting thing in tech from Nicholas Thompson, Editor-in-Chief of Wired. Today's briefing is brought to you by NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud business system. NetSuite gives you the visibility and control needed to make smart decisions and grow with confidence. Save time and money and gain agility and scale by managing your company's finances in one place in real time. From your desktop or phone. Start today. Right now, NetSuite is offering valuable insights with a free guide, seven key strategies to grow your profits at netsuite.com slash wired. Get your free guide at netsuite.com slash wired. The most interesting thing in tech is algorithmic justice. So criminal justice advocates for a few years have advocated that instead of the traditional bail system, we should determine whether people are sent home before trial based on algorithms. Let's take a look and see, based on the person, based on the crime, based on a whole bunch of other data, whether they're likely to commit another crime if sent home or whether they're not. Instead of having a judge determine, oh, this person should get bail, this person shouldn't, this bail should be high, let's just have the computers do it because that will be fairer. To me, was a persuasive argument. There are all kinds of biases that every individual has, and Giving one judge the power over such an important decision seems like a problem. But now the criminal justice organization is backing away from that and saying, you know, we have a couple years of data in New Jersey and other states, and it shows that actually racial disparities in who gets sent home and who doesn't haven't gotten any better with algorithms. And the reason for that is that the algorithms are based on historical data from a criminal justice system that has been traditionally been biased against people of color, and particularly against black people. So if you have a historical data set that's biased, the recommendations it gives will also be biased. So now, criminal justice advocates say, don't use the algorithms, rely on people once again. It's a reversal. It often seems, in this moment in 2020, that we use algorithms for more and more. We use artificial intelligence for more and more. But actually, that's not always the case, because sometimes we do it and then we reverse it. And also gets at the really interesting question of, well, how do you control for this kind of bias? You can say, we don't want racist outcomes, so don't use these algorithms. But is there a way to fix the algorithms? Is there a way to actually make the system work, to get rid of the human bias 
and to get just outcomes, fair outcomes, where people are sent home based on the likelihood that they'll commit a crime, not the likelihood that they'll commit a crime plus biases built into the system. There has to be a way to do it, but it's a hard problem. Do you look at outcomes? Do you look at inputs? How do you de-bias a historical data set? How can you even pull all of the bias out exactly? It's an incredibly hard math problem, and it's an incredibly hard moral problem. It's going to take a lot of thought and a lot of debate about values, about how we look at past data, and how we let past data inform current algorithms. All right, that's the most interesting thing in tech, and I'll see you tomorrow. Get more great stories from Wired in our daily newsletter. Sign up at wired.com daily. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.